highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. It's like the healthcare bias, right? Where they think black people don't have any feeling and their skin is tougher than other people's and they don't have, you know, they, they, they really can't feel pain because there's an issue with the, the nerves in their skin. They have a much higher pain tolerance. Or the only time people come in is when they, they want drugs, right? They don't, you know, they don't. It's, it's not real pain. I find that annoying. I find that irritating. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Because I would tell you, I don't want to hear about how people were just trying to get their lives together. They were just turning their lives around. Tired of hearing it. When it comes down to people going to jail and getting sentenced, we can't hear, well, it's too harsh. We can't hear, the system is unjust. And we can't hear, I hate the police. Because all those homicide detectives, they speak for the dead. You have to have them. Or else there will be no justice. I say, let's hold the mayor, city council, police chief, and every officer accountable for the crime that's committed and come up with a way to fix it. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. All I want are the books made correct. I think, historically, Black people need to be made whole. If you're not going to pay us reparations, if you're not going to give us the money that you owe us based on what was taken from us and our families, the least you can do is get the history right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. You continue doing your work, man. I appreciate you. I listen to you every day. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. See, he just throws a monkey wrench into all the stuff I was trying to do this afternoon. I was trying to, I got Kyle on a roll of losing. And I was going to try to keep that going. Keep that going, but yeah, well. 833-212-1017. We were talking about, are we going to make Milwaukee a black Atlanta? Are we going to make it like? I'm interested. So now I want to go to Atlanta. And I think what I want to do, you know what? I might do my show from Atlanta. Take a few days, go to Atlanta, and talk to some very prominent people to figure out how did Milwaukee, how did Milwaukee, see, I'm hoping already, how did Atlanta become the city that it is? I think that'd be interesting to talk to some men and women down there who are in leadership. No, no. The men and women who do the work. You won't talk about the leadership and um, get that done. I'd be interested in knowing that. You want to come to Atlanta with me, Kyle? Kyle's like, no, I ain't going to Atlanta. Wow. I know why. 833-212-1017. Sonia from Milwaukee. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, Dr. Ken, how are you this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I've been listening to the conversation and... I have to tell you, Milwaukee has a very great possibility to become Atlanta North, as you call it. Okay. Or or just become but, Black but Milwaukee. Black Milwaukee. Well, you know, at one point it was somewhat Black Milwaukee in right. our history from what I understand. But the problem is, I think now, trust. 
we don't trust anyone else, and we don't trust each other. Now, Atlanta, I've been to Atlanta many times. I've been there for seminars and conferences and mm-hmm. vacation. And the mentality, the way that they hold themselves together, trust me, there are some ghetto parts of Atlanta, just like any other city. And There's I have a ghetto there. in every city. And I have been there. Exactly. But the difference is when you see projects in Atlanta, I'm not talking about Georgia, but in Atlanta, mm-hmm. a lot of the projects that you come through, you I didn't even know they were projects. They were clean. The people were outside <laughs> sleeping and talking and communing. And, yep. you know, it just looked like an apartment. Yeah. Have but you been anywhere here, near AU where um, Morehouse and Spelman are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was I was shocked because people told me, yeah, that's in the hood. And I drove through the neighborhood and I'm like, this is the hood? This is hood? Wow. Exactly. Yeah. You know why? Because there's a sense of pride. I am from Atlanta. When you ask people, I am from Atlanta, they say it with pride. Yes, they do. You ask people, you know, like you told me before, the last time I talked to you, you ask them if they're supposedly from Chicago, where are you from? <laughs> right. For sure. When you ask someone, exactly, and they should be able to give you exactly and say it with pride, not with attitude. Those are two separate things. I'm from Chicago. I'm from Milwaukee. Yeah, that's I'm from true. Atlanta. So why does that now? now are you born you know, and raised in, in Milwaukee? Um, born and raised, yes. Left when I graduated high school, and then ended up coming back many years later. Okay, so what so, is it about Milwaukee where they seem to have an inferiority complex? Because of Chicago. Really? Because Chicago really? is because Chicago is known as this big city, the city of arts and fashion and entertainment and you know and beauty and they have runway shows and you can go eat at these famous restaurants and there are famous people that make you know make homes in Chicago and the surrounding areas. Right. Milwaukee has always been the little sister of Chicago, so we feel a little bit inferior because we're only two hours apart. But didn't they make themselves that way, though? um, Pretty much, yeah. Because I don't see Milwaukee like that. I I don't see Milwaukee like that. I can literally tell people who actually are either not from Milwaukee or are from Milwaukee left and came back. The way they walk, the way they talk, the way they... The way they they act, the way they do things is completely different. And I'm trying to figure out what that is. Completely different. Yeah. Because Milwaukee has been such a, well, it's always been this way, so that's the way it's going to be, kind of city. It's always been that way, and that's the way it's going to be. If you ask the average Milwaukeean, new or old, well, I mean, it's always been like that, so... Everybody will give you the same answer. <laughs> it's always been like that. So, right. you know, we settle. It, we feel as though, well, Ooh. it's not a whole lot we can do. Sonya, Sonya, say settle. that again. I'm, we I'm, what? We settle. We settle. Wow. We settle. Wow. We are satisfied with settling. That's the way it is. That's the way it's always going to be. The white man going to always be in us, charge. The white guy's going to, it's always somebody else's fault. 
Never taking accountability. Always somebody else's fault. Hmm. Right. But see, that that happened with the Mississippi migration. You have certain cities where certain people come from. A lot of us here, our parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, came from Mississippi, came from Alabama. Like Kansas City, for instance, most of those people came from Arkansas, uh, Louisiana, Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a certain mindset that comes with that. And it was come up here, you know, get your job at at um, some metal fabricating, some metal working, some, you know, GMC, the, the auto industry was here. When the auto industry died, like a, like a few other cities in the Midwest, they also died. Milwaukee was very close to that, but for those who didn't have the ability to leave, they had to make a choice. I'm not going back to Mississippi. That's garbage. So not saying Mississippi is garbage. Please don't get me wrong, people, when I say that. I still have family in Mississippi. However, the mentality stayed here. You know, well, that's just the way it is, and ain't nothing you can do about it, you know. The protesting that we saw in the past five years, when has there been a lot of that? There there really hasn't. There's no fight. We need to fight for our lives. We need to fight for our livelihood. We need to feel as though we are worth something. So what do you mean by fight? I don't mean physical altercations, but... correct. We the, the 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 brothers and sisters that I see here in Milwaukee now have not only the technology to survive, but they have the smarts. Be it street smarts, be it book smarts, be it whatever. Right. They're they're smart enough to be able to say, you know what, I, I'm not trying to deal with you know the the baby mama drama and the trash and the and the and the you know you said this and you you went on my facebook page and blah 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 okay. but we settle right because that is the expectation and we don't trust another trust one another enough to be able to break that mold and say i'm not going to have five kids before i'm 20 i'm doing something Oh, you ain't going to do nothing. But is that part of me just complaining that other people are doing things and I can't do anything, so I'm going to tear you down? You know? Right. Okay. That's all part of that, what we call crabs in a bucket. All right. Well, thank you much. I appreciate it. You uh, have given me and everyone else a lot to think about. Yes. Stop settling, Milwaukee. We are better than that. Thank you much. And I thank you for your time, Dr. Ken. You're welcome, ma'am. 833-212-1017. I'm scared to take a break now. I think I'm going to keep going. Darian from Inglewood, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, what's going on, Dr. Ken? What's up? What's up? Nothing much, man. Um, So I feel like... Basically, to make this city kind of like a metropolis, kind of like Atlanta or, you know, where I'm from, California, or like Houston, Texas, or any major city that is actually 
you know, really prominent. There are certain things also that people have to do. Like you said, people probably have to pay more taxes for certain things. Like they don't even have a proper um, train system here. There's there's no trains. But you I don't mean, really need a train pay. system to be considered a great city because the majority of trains. Hang on, because the majority of trains are actually they actually lose money. So is there an alternative we could use or an alternative to use other than trains? Yeah. I mean the public transportation in general is not really like well here though. You know what I mean? I know True trains story. do lose money. You know what I mean? There, a lot of things lose money, you know what I'm saying? Stocks lose money. No, nah, but, <laughs> but we but, but we're talking about something that is directly paid for by the taxpayers that literally in every city in America with the exception of, of two or three, their uh-huh. rapid transit system loses money every year. Okay, I see what you're getting at. But there. I feel you. But I feel you. So maybe maybe light rail? But, but, something like that? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like in Seattle, they have a light rail system. So when I, when I was in Seattle not too long ago, which is about a year ago, um, before I came to the post office down here because I got transferred, um, you know, that system went really well because it went all the way from, well, now they're building it from Tacoma all the way up into like Everett. And that's about, I want to say close to 50 miles away. Yeah. That's 40, 50 so, miles. Yeah, exactly. So my thing is why not build one from here to where? No, not from here, but from, from racing all the way up until I want to say Green Bay. But are there enough people that take that train? There's not enough people. Other other than Packer uh, games, there's not enough people that would utilize that train where it would make sense. Well, I mean, there's a lot of Green Bay Packer fans here. Yeah, but that's only general. that's only from August to January. August to January. Yeah. Okay. During during a time I mean, when it but... snows, that the train wouldn't be able to go unless it was elevated. Yeah, I mean, well, that makes a lot of more sense because of the snow right. and certain right. conditions, right. you know. So, I mean, it's not just the train. It's just people's demeanors. People have to change the way they act, change the way they eat. Not only that, we got to change lead pipes, laterals in schools. Like, there's so many things that can be done that people talk about, but they don't actually get done it's like how do you go about it you know very true so how do you move your feet on it that's all i'm trying to say we just got to move our feet for sure that's it because the only way to move is to take a step so very true thank you brother appreciate you darian you're welcome no problem bye 833-212-1017 when we come back mark winky We're going to get to you. We got talking text blowing up. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
It is now 6.30 in the a.m. This is Baba O.J. speaking directly to you, right down to earth, in a language one can easily understand. We got a list of hits coming at you this hour. This is WMFW FM. This hour, we got... You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. One of my favorite albums, Zingalama Dooney. We got Public Enemy's brand new song. It's, uh, yeah, I listen to that. I got to listen to it in the summer. Sunroof open, wind blowing, driving by the lake. And it's, uh, yeah. 833-212-1017. Remind you, the new 1017 The Truth proudly celebrates black excellence. That's us. And the most monumental moments in our history. Tune in all month as we celebrate Black History Month. 1017, the truth celebration of Black History Month is sponsored by the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee City Year, Milwaukee, UW Credit Union, and American Family Insurance. 833-212-1017. Mark from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017, the truth. Hey, hey, Mr. Ken. How's it going? Okay, yeah, you can hear me, all right. Yep. Hey, Ken, when did you uh, arrive here in uh, my great uh, state of Wisconsin in the city of Milwaukee? I arrived April 12th of 1993. 1993. Yep. Okay, 1993. Mm-hmm. Now, when you came to Milwaukee, that was when I graduated from high school. Okay. Uh, it was a beautiful place, right? It was. Listen, See, dude. I used to visit here with my father-in-law because my wife had family here. And though they lived in the hood, right, I never, ever saw. What part of the hood? Oh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, maybe 12th and... Um, What's the street south of, south of Locust? No, no. Yeah. North of Locust. Alley. North of Locust. Alley. North of Locust. No, that's south of Locust. Oh, Hadley south. is south of Locust. Okay, Chambers. Uh, Chambers. 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 They lived on 12th and Chambers. So you stayed over there by the Zulu. And the so, Zulu Park. Right. They stayed over there by the park. Right. And yeah, so it never, Zulu. there was there was never, you know, black people back and forth doing stuff. Never an issue. Never a problem. Even when I was a cop, I used to come over there. That was a, never a problem. Yeah, because it was it, it was in the hood. That, right. that was that area right. was taken care of. Yep. That was taken care of. Yep. From from there all the way to Center Street. Yep. Now I'm gonna tell you when it started going bad in Milwaukee is when a lot of people started coming here from out of town. That I think now, that's I think that, that's partial, but that's Trina, not the excuse. I think part of that's the excuse. No, no, no. I'm I'm not giving no excuse for this. You know, because I've been here, I'm 38. No, I'm 38. I'm 38 uh, mentally, but I'm 48 in the body. <laughs> I'm glad you said you that. Feel me? I'm glad you said that. Because I was like, I was uh, doing the math, and I'm like, dude, if you were 18, that, that don't. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the damage, the damage didn't start until some black people made the choice of trying to get uh what's his name the white the white guy out of downtown um from city hall and when he got in the governor position 
that's when things start really going a little haywire. Uh, you said you've been a cop for a long time, so you knew Blondie, them. Yeah. You knew Blondie. Yeah. You had to. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. You knew Gary. Yeah. And my mama used to. My mama used to mess with Gary. You know, I used to blackmail Gary to get that money because you're over here in the and on 26th. And Melvina, Come on, let's get back to what we was talking about. Come on, let's get okay, back to okay. what we were talking about, Mark. Okay. Come on. Now, y'all used to attend 24th and Fond du Lac, you know, that little bar over there. I don't know if you used to go there, but that's where the cops used to hang out. Y'all used to be the dirt. Now, when he got in office and started finagling laws, he who? That's when the problems were. He who? Uh, I don't even, the, the, the white boy, you know who I'm talking about. I don't, I, don't, I don't even remember the boy name. I hate the boy. I don't hate him, but he, he, he does some very dirty stuff. He is the governor. He was just the governor. He just lost Scott Walker? Governor. You're talking about Scott Walker. Scott Dirty Dog Walker. Okay. Now, everybody who stayed was from here, either their parents worked at L. Smith, Allen Bradley, the Chocolate Factory, or uh, it's other companies that they worked at, and it was it was it was great. You could leave your door open. It wasn't no no. It was it was gangs, but the gangs knew each other. It wasn't no gun violence. It wasn't no. It was it was it wasn't no uh, robberies. Hey, Mark, and the Mark, beef cops. Mark, we know yeah. all that. What yeah. is what? What was your what was your point? That's what I'm. What I'm. When that Katrina happened, ah, and all these other go. people start coming down here. Uh-huh. Now, come on now. Half of Chicago came here for that welfare crap. There's given. There's given a lot of money for each kid. A lot of Chicagoans came down here, and a lot of and people they, already and, in Wisconsin took advantage of it too. Hey, they lived here. They were supposed okay. to. But we honestly, you didn't. You didn't. They gave it to. Men and women, but see this. This was this was the problem. This was the problem. But with all when that happening, Mark, pool, Mark, 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 you can you can explain it all the all the way. But with all that happening, why wasn't something changed to stop it? Why didn't the black community stand up and stop kids, it? The kids that went to school with me, the ones that wouldn't so-called uh, known or probably got picked on. They the ones who went to college, got their degrees, finagle mm-hmm. with the governor and all that, and out here doing they doing their thing, making it making it making it time. We all we all kicked it with white people. From Milwaukee to uh Black River Falls. If we was gonna play some kind of sports, we traveled through the whole state of Wisconsin. Right, we, right. We had fights with the white people, so we we got to know them from the top to the bottom. So now that that's but over, and now that those people, people are gone, last question: Now that that's gone, they're not now gone. That all, listen to what I'm These, saying. Those are the ones that are in office, man. That cold change that they, mm. they act like they black, but they rip off their shirt mm. and they got white. Here's hanging out of their chest thinking they white, man. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Sound like we're losing you on the phone. I don't know. I think that um 
I think it's it's a combination of all those things that, you know, people moved here after Katrina. People came here. People did all sorts of things. Um, but I don't know. We got talking text line. We got calls. We got Winky Blue. We got a whole bunch of folks. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, how do we make Milwaukee like Atlanta? This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. There it is. Couldn't help myself. I had to hear it. listening to Truth in the Afternoon. United we stand, united we fall, united we plan as a united front. 833-212-1017. Talking text line says, if that solution, uh, let me go back. MPS leaders one have one solution to their problems, and it's the same solution it's been for years. Give us more money. They've gotten that money, but where are the results? If anything Things have gotten worse. And if that solution comes from within the community, from parents and administrators, that would be great. But NPS leaders seem confident with the status quo because these are the same people that tell you that they know what's best for your kids than you know yourself. Talking text line says, I don't know who that woman was, Sonia, but can she please run for mayor? Yep. 833-212-1017. We are talking about whether or not Milwaukee will ever become a black city like Atlanta. Talking text line, I don't know why, but it really irks me when I hear someone call you Dr. Ken or Mr. Ken, for that matter, without using your last name. I don't know it bothers you, but if I was you, I would correct them. I don't know. I mean, it just... Reminds me of Dr. Phil, and we all know he's not a doctor, LOL. Well, technically, if what you're talking about, um, I think Dr. Phil has a doctorate, a PhD. And so there's an academic doctor and a medical doctor. 
And so PhDs go to school and do original research, and most medical doctors and professional degrees don't. And it's not a negative. It's just different. But it can be academic or medical or that's that. 833. But I feel you. I mean, calling me Dr. Ken or Mr. Ken, you know, I mean, you know, um, I'm not offended by it. I'm not um, I'm not bothered, but I feel you. I understand completely. Uh, Dave says, um, sorry to say, I don't believe this place could ever get like Atlanta because all the black people who have money have taken their money to Atlanta and the weather don't stay nice long as it's too blank cold here. Yeah, I think I know somebody in the room with me that kind of agrees with that. You know who that is? Me. 833-212-1017. What up, Winky? What you got? Hey, good afternoon, sir. You know, I was sitting here listening. There was a couple young guys. That one young guy talked about the train. I'm impressed with that young fella because at his age, at least he's calling this talk show, man. That's heavy. Correct. When a young guy like that called a talk show, Correct. I mean, it impressed me. We reaching somebody. Uh, uh, then the other brother called. He said 1993. I don't know where he was at, but in 1991, per capita of people, Milwaukee wretch a broke broke his first high record in 1991 with homicide. So actually, uh, I've been to 39 different states in two foreign countries. Man, I've been combing the land for a long time. When the little brother talked about Seattle, I understand the whole 94 trip, Oakland, California highway. I've been all over this place, man. Uh, trying to trying to uh. Trying to trying to live and uh, uh, find something different for myself. However, this place shouldn't want to be in Atlanta. Atlanta, but it would be interesting to see an all black jury convict them, convicting people. Because then, what would we say? Because in Atlanta, most of your juries is black. Most of your police force is black. Right. So where do we go then? I mean, I, you know. But anyway. I'm coming. I'm calling back. I mean, I'm calling. But is that the but, but, but is but is that the only thing that black people are good for serving on juries? And I mean, there are so many positives. No, there are so many phenomena. Huh? Man, they putting them on death row. Black juries is doing the same thing. It, well, it doesn't well, make hang a on, difference. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. If you're guilty and you're a criminal and you're tried by a jury of your peers. What are we complaining okay. about? That's what we asked for. <laughs> tell me. Well, you tell me, man. No. Because I understand all of that. But Listen, that's what we asked the for. The brother talked about. Right. That's what we asked for. So, And, and that happens in Atlanta regularly. That happens in, uh, well, not really Detroit, but it happens in, 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 in uh, I tell you what, New Orleans. It happens. That's a real chocolate little city. Uh, I tell you something, man. Uh, the brother was talking about, uh, how we could go to bed and wake up with keys. I mean, unlock doors in 1991. Right. I don't think so. 93, when you got here, this place was burned up by that time, man. Crack was just getting ready to, to really uh, spread his hand. You know, but, but we don't crack. have to worry about any of that, Winky. It's gone. We need to worry about 2022 and beyond. So we can so stay in the past. Can make this we can stay well, in the past if we want. Well, what I'm what I'm talking about okay, is well, a, what I'm talking about is a is a city that we keep talking about that we want. So then, why don't we just move to do it and make it work? But we keep we keep. Okay, if if we gonna say that we can't do it, then why bother? 
Like, said, why you be? know why? Because you're why? public official. The public officials that nah, we have. excuse. This that's is an excuse. Third. Nope, an Hold excuse. On. This is the third. No, that's an this excuse. That's an excuse. You move Can forward. No, no. Nope. Okay, this is the 31. I'm going forward. This is the 31st largest state in America. Largest city. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Largest city. Largest Correct. city. I'm sorry. Right, right. right. See, the largest city, uh, uh, 31. That's pretty good, saying that there's hundreds of cities throughout this country. Now, listen, uh, they want to treat this like it's a small town, okay? They, they want who? to hover around it. And they who? The, the, the elected officials, brother. Who cares about the elected officials? If the elected officials don't do well, what the people want them to do, you then you get rid of them. No, Dr. you get rid of them. Well... That's what we're trying to do right now. No, we're not. So I, I, no, we're not. We're well, too busy complaining. We're too busy being upset about why we don't have. Well, not you. You're just one person, though. Right. Well, no, I hang out with a group. Well, hey, I don't know that group. Complain. I only know you. All right. Right. I understand. Now, you were, well, listen, you were then, 30 we seconds ago telling me about the elected officials is the reason why. Correct? Well, that is correct. So you can't have it both ways. They won't. They won't. They won't, listen. They will not allow you. I don't know what's wrong with them. They're young. They're younger than me. I don't know what's wrong with them, man. Because they they're following an agenda by the Democratic Party, and they are going to do what they're told. And it's unfortunate, but the community still doesn't have anything. If you really want to change a community, you bring in businesses that hire people in the community to give sustaining jobs. You don't make the government make a business give somebody a living wage. That's a two-way approach. You have to earn that. You have to have the experience. You have to bring the skill. You have to have something the company wants. But now, the you got to be careful what you just said. You're going to get in trouble. How am I going to get in trouble? Just... From who? From who? <laughs> who who am I going to get in trouble from? Bottom you, line, you told the truth. Bottom line, we have to stop following what people tell us to do. I am so upset about seeing these young um, politicians follow the Democratic Party and all they have to do is look at the people that are 10, 20 years older than them that have been doing it 10, 20 years longer than them that don't have anything. Listen. That's never been given anything. It, it, it's just ridiculous. That's right. Don't ask for well, what you can take. But the people that are that are in charge, they are comfortable with their house. Then we'll get rid of them. Then we will get rid of them. Get well rid of them. We, you know, and then one then one more point. One more point. The brother talked about people, the migration from Chicago. Okay, I, uh, I I've, 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 I've hung out and lived on 63rd and Calumet, 69th and Woodlawn, right. 117th and Princeton. So what's the your West point? Side, 1200. What's West your West. point? The point is this: when you give a person. You start migrating them out of a out of a brick building. But with see, a now you're going back to the past again. Now you're going back to okay, the come okay. on. Well, because huh? I want to clean up what the little, what nope. the little brother said. Nah, man. we don't I mean, need to. You didn't clean it up. He said we okay, don't have okay, to. Cool. He right. said what okay. he said. Let it, let it, let it be. Oh, Stop trying to tell people what they. Either. That's what he said. Leave him be. Thank you, Winky. Appreciate you. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Hamid from Kenosha, you're on the new one zero one seven. The truth. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Well, you know, I want to chime in on this conversation. One of the major things that we as black people here in Wisconsin, especially like Milwaukee, need to do 
to advance out the city to become a metropolis for black people and a place where we can prosper is first you have to start getting rid of the negative mindsets. Right. Because negativity has become what the black mindset has been involved been evolved into. It's like whatever is what whatever black culture is considered is something that could potentially send you to prison. Or something that, that's gonna destroy our community. And that's what it, that's what's considered our culture. And so until we start to take control over what our culture is and change our own narratives, we're gonna to continue to get cities that are dying. Because when white people leave, they operate by like a scorched earth policy. You know, they'll use up, get all the money out of an area, and then you'll have a bunch of empty buildings left behind that nobody wants, that nobody can afford to come take over and turn into something prosperous. And once we, then when some of us do step up, to take over those buildings and different things and try to start businesses to further our community, the competition mindset is so deeply embedded within us to where we're not we're we're not competing with anyone else but black people. Okay. So it's it's so it's hard when it comes to us, especially as Midwesterners, because. In my travels around this country, Midwesterners are some of the most, you know, like, let me see, like, the one lady, she said, settlers, settle. We settle a lot here in the Midwest. Okay. When, when it comes to us work, working together, the crab in the bucket mentality exemplifies right here in the Midwest because this is, what, this is one of your first integrated areas. So in order for the people that, the white people that were in these areas not to be outperformed, they have to figure out a way to contain us. And it's through the education systems and everything else that helps to develop the mindset that we have here uh-huh. as Midwesterners. Because a lot of like like how some people just say, oh yeah, that's the way that it's going to be because that's how it always right. has been. It's because we've been taught, and we've been taught to think this way. But we already know that, Hamid. We already know that. How do we move forward? Because we can't go back and change what happened in the past. We can't change mindsets have, that are stuck in the break. past. We have to break the we have to break the cycle. Okay, so first, so first of all, we have to stop relying on old methods to get for, to move forward. Like, no, no. What okay, I need, okay, Hamid, we, Hamid, I, I got to run because we're running late. But I got one more question from you. What is the one thing that yes. you would do in order to move forward? Because we can speak in general for everybody, but what what will you do from Kenosha to move forward? Start organizing in my community. Now, what will you do? Not for somebody else. What are you as an individual going to do for you to make sure you move forward? 
better myself. Continue. You ah, know, nope, you're speaking in generalities. How do you do that? How do I do that yes, for sir. myself? Get involved. Okay. Thank you for your call, Hamid. 833-212-1017. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to remind you the new 1017 The Truth one-year anniversary celebration is almost here. And we'll be celebrating our anniversary in style with some of our dedicated Truth fans who won our anniversary ticket giveaway. So tune in to my show, Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, this Friday, February 4th, as I will be broadcasting from no studios live from 4 until 5.30. The Truth one-year anniversary is presented by American Family Insurance, Gruber Law Offices, Associated Bank, and sponsored by Milwaukee County Office on African American Affairs. A skin can never be no curse, no it can't. I wear it like a prom tuxedo and I wear my hair as if it's the sun and each and every dread is a powerful light ray. I never wanted things to be in reverse cuts. God makes ways for wise travelers, so my views of this world are ever-growing. That's ever-growing is the way one must view. A soul of conviction, unjustly convicted. Yeah. Happy TV commercials and biracial shows. The smell of reality, smell of reality still, burns, still my burns my nose. Not content, Not content until it smells like a rose. Whether it's in style to keep the fight. I tread these waters and make my waves. Yes, I do. And I will fight until my dying day. And after that, my ghost resides with pride. I'll always reside with You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Strive with pride. If there's anything that you can take away from today, if there's anything that you hear, that's what you need. Talking Text Line says, we move forward by working together, put our minds and our monies together as a people, and allow nothing to interfere. Live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City, you're you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, Milwaukee Black Talk. Always triumphant, never fair. We've come too far to turn back now. I won't turn back, I move. My blood is thicker than the waters of any flood. Yeah. Yeah. Here I am facing the Almighty herself. If she approves, then I am saved. Clear of trouble is the path I paved for generations of children to walk and run. Whether it's the style to keep the fight, I tread the waters and make waves, God knows, and I will fight until my dying day. And even after that, my ghost resides with pride. Yeah. 